0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series specifically the Arsenal Transfer show every single day at 8am UK time keeping you guys up to date with all the latest Arsenal transfer information news and updates to keep you guys in the loop about what's been going on in the world of Arsenal and today of course reveals the fallout from the Lautaro Martinez rumours of which we covered a bit in yesterday's Arsenal Transfer podcast if you want to go and check that out every single week on a Tuesday I'm joined by three of our members in our Discord server to have a chat about the ongoings and events of the week and uh, obviously it was a big day for Martinez and we're going to talk a lot about that a little bit later on today and there could even be another show for you dedicated on him more statistically and analytically if you know what I'm talking about a little bit later on as well but otherwise it's an absolute pleasure to join you as always every single morning so glad to see so many of you joining us as always in the chat box Uh, thank you ever so much guys for showing the support and you can continue to show your support even further if you haven't already. By of course, as always, voting for us in the FB FBAs, the FCAs. used to be called the FBAs, but the FCAs. Uh, and if you would like to, you can just go onto Twitter and tweet out I am voting for at the Talk TV in at the underscore FCAs for hashtag best club creator. Alternatively, you can go on Instagram and go onto their Instagram page and tag us in their relevant tweets. And you can also go onto the website as well and vote for us there. Let's crack on with today's news, though, starting off with Alex Runnison, the Icelandic goalkeeper, who was set to move to Alte Sport in Turkey. However, difficulties between the two clubs failing to agree terms on this deal have led it to collapse, and at the moment there is no uh, kind of update as to whether or not Runnison will be leaving. There's no new clubs having been come in for him. 26-year-old goalkeeper Arsenal are indeed looking for clubs to take him on loan. They aren't particularly keen on having him in the squad this season. He hasn't really proven himself, and uh, to be honest, I feel bad for the guy because I just you know i don't think he was ever good enough for arsenal and being brought in by the club under a recommendation of a goalkeeping coach that let's just say there's been struggles in the goalkeeping area maybe wasn't the best idea and probably a little bit of naivety on the club's half to sign him anyway but fingers crossed he can get a loan and maybe you never know turn his career around massively and get a move back to one of Europe's top five leagues where he was of course at with Dijon in France moving on then to Hector Bellerin the Spanish right back at Arsenal and Spanish International of course is set to have a meeting with club officials very soon to have a discussion about his future he's still very much open to the idea of leaving with Inter Milan the biggest interested party alongside Villarreal Sevilla and Atletico Madrid as credited sources of interest as well he was not involved in the pre-season friendly. Uh, whatsoever he was there it was pointed out to me by a few people that he could be seen uh, in and around the field with the players that put the preseason friendly against Millwall but he wasn't involved and if that was uh, an indication that Hector Bellerin is not going to be here in the near future then it was a pretty big one um, but there are of course links with uh, Inter Milan and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second when we get up to some of our possible outs news Joe Willock interestingly we know of the interest from Newcastle and that is still persisting still Bruce continually talking about the want to get Joe Willock in and Newcastle have supposedly stepped up their efforts over the last 48 hours to try and get a deal done. However, interestingly, news breaking yesterday, uh, according to Loic Tanzi of RMC Sports in France, that Monaco are interested in taking Joe Willock, not just on loan, but in fact on a permanent deal. There are no information about a specific figure or fee Uh, However, it is a very interesting link to see him link with a move to France. You don't typically see English players moving to France. It is not a a common route or a well-trodden path. And uh, I think when it comes to Joe Willock, if we are going to move him on, it needs to be for a a good fee. I don't think you're going to get anything really more than 20 to 25 million pounds for him realistically, especially from a French club, even Monaco with all of their riches right now. And of course, they have made a lot of money in the past, but they've also spent a lot of money too, indications in either direction. But I think for me, Joe Willock, he's one of those, that is really... Really difficult to fit into the Arsenal team with Emil Smith-Rowe having signed a new deal and us looking like we're signing the likes of either Martin Odegaard or James Madison or someone of that ilk because we are after another attacking midfielder. It's it's difficult to see how Joe Willock gets into the team. We had a really good discussion about him on yesterday's Arsenal Transfer Podcast, so do make sure you go and check that out. Vinny, one of our members, has a really kind of stalwart view on him being kept at the club, whilst others like Jared Carver are very much open to see him Move if the price is indeed right. So I am interested to see what happens with Joe before the end of the window. But uh, indications are that French side Monaco are interested in taking Joe Willock on a permanent deal. But there are no uh, kind of advanced info about any kind of figure or fee. Uh, But as John Wayne suggests in the chat box, maybe we could use Willock in some kind of bartering tool to get hold of a really top midfielder like Tuchemeni, for instance. Now, we did do another show yesterday on a possible in, and we talked about Matt Jallo. This came out around 8.30 p.m. last night, UK time. So you may or may not have seen that. We talked uh, in detail with Mateus Carvalho, a Portuguese football expert writer for Outside the Boot, about Arsenal's interest in Matt Jallo. So if you want to find out about the 18-year-old, why Arsenal are linked to him, what he could bring to the club, where he would fit in, then please do make sure you go and have a look at that video and find out all you need to know about Matt Trojello because it is now out on the channel for you guys to go and have a look at. Now we move on to kind of the uh, two main transfer stories of the day and we begin here with Martin Erdegaard, of course the Norwegian attacking midfielder that was on loan at Arsenal last season. We know plenty about him already. Well, his situation at Real Madrid seems to be ever-changing and one that does not seem to be kind of hanging around or becoming any kind of stable whatsoever. uh, There's a couple of conflicting reports that we saw come out yesterday we saw from madridista real saying that Erdogar's dream was to succeed at madrid but he is thinking of returning to arsenal neither the players environment nor the club rule out this departure and then we had uh, lucas navarrete who is uh a outlets and journalist for managing madrid and he says my understanding of the situation is that Erdogan not only will stay in madrid but he will also be an important player so at the moment It's anyone's guess as to what the hell is going on with Martin Odegaard. It's really an interesting situation where not really any credible sources have come out saying legitimately whether or not he is going to leave the club. There's been some legit sources like Chris Wheatley wrote an article the other day about Arsenal's interest persisting in Martin Odegaard, and they are very much still interested in making that deal permanent this summer, but there's nothing credible so far that is legitimately telling us which way this could fall or whether or not Real Madrid do indeed intend to sell Martin Odegaard this summer. They do need to sell. They do need to lower their wage cap because of the whole uh, kind of restrictions being placed on La Liga, La Liga clubs, specifically Real Madrid and Barcelona. So this is going to be one that you certainly need to keep your eyes on. Make sure you're checking the sources of any news that does come out because there are a lot of conflicting reports on this specific Story moving on to our final story of the day, and the biggest one, of course, which revolves around Argentinian and Inter Milan striker Lataro Martinez. Uh, <laughs> this is certainly not a player that I expected to be speaking about whatsoever. Um, obviously, just won the Copa America with Argentina and Lionel Messi, playing as one of their main forwards in that team. It was revealed yesterday by uh, the Telegraph that Arsenal have supposedly inquired about the availability of Martinez. Now, in the wake of that piece by the Telegraph, I did write an article over at 101 talking about how Arsenal could get this deal done. Now, the article was misconstrued by a few people to me saying that I think it was going to happen. I'd be shocked if this happened. But try to make sense of why this link has kind of come forward and why and how, rather, it could actually happen. There are a few factors which have led this link to come forth, one of which is, of course, the fact that Arsenal are seemingly looking for a striker. We have been linked with Tammy Abraham already this window, and Alexandra Lacazette's future is by no means sorted and is by no means uh, going to be a stable Arsenal player for the future with one year just left on his contract and links regarding him possibly moving away for a figure of around 15 million pounds. You've also got a factor in Inter Milan's financial difficulties at the moment. Their owner Suning has got uh, plenty of kind of uh, what's the right way to put this? He's got some uh, objectives to fulfill uh, because of the whole kind of movement of the, the Chinese government, as the best of my knowledge about it. Um, that because of that, they can't really be investing loads of money into kind of foreign companies and company or brands specifically being into Milan. And so therefore they need to sell and they need to kind of make money and, and, and rather than investing, and that's going to cause them to have to sell a hell of a lot of their players. They've already seen Ashraf Hakimi leave for PSG. And we've also now looking like Lautaro Martinez could be another player that leaves the club this summer. And for that reason, it means that while they want to keep Romelu Lukaku, Martinez could be the full guy in this situation and one that's let go of. Now, Arsenal have an interest in selling Hector Bellerin this summer and Inter Milan have an interest in purchasing Hector Bellerin or at least loaning Hector Bellerin this summer. And that link obviously brings up the idea of a possible player plus cash situation which could appeal to Inter Milan now whilst Hector Bellerin can certainly be used in the deal I've seen some suggestions of people saying maybe we could send Alexander Lacazette in the other direction to lower the price even further at the end of the day Inter Milan will want more money whilst they'll be open to the idea of Hector Bellerin and a possible player plus cash deal because they need a replacement right back for Ashraf Hakimi's departure Any other player is simply not a feasible option because the money is the most important factor. Now, Fijares, who are a, I believe, Spanish outlet, reported yesterday that Manchester City could be looking at Lautaro Martinez as a possible uh, replacement or rather alternative to Harry Kane as a much cheaper alternative to the Tottenham Hotspur striker and they quoted a figure of around 60 million pounds as what it would take for Inter Milan to be open to selling him now that's actually quite a reasonable figure considering the amount of hype around martinez and uh, not only manchester city but chelsea real madrid and barcelona have all been linked in the past with a move for martinez so if he was to join arsenal it would be an incredibly surprising and rather shocking coup for the club to kind of uh, get in so i'm giving this a solid Three out of ten, slightly more than how I believe uh, <laughs> a, sli- a slightly better and more realistic view of maybe a Madison situation, which I just can't see Arsenal spending the money for. But the money is actually kind of you know it's realistic for Martinez and and the situation with. Bellerin being linked with that kind of direction too, means there is slightly a little bit more. But I'm giving this a solid three out of ten in terms of likelihood of actually happening. Uh, I understand. Interest is is for sure. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that Arsenal do have genuine interest in Martinez. But that means basically nothing in this day and age. Arsenal have hundreds of players that they're interested in, especially if they're after a striker. Um, it makes complete sense that this story has come out, but it doesn't mean that this deal is any closer before the article was published, to actually happening, So I wouldn't get your hopes up about Martinez coming to Arsenal. But, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting story and one that we're certainly going to keep tabs on and certainly one that we're going to break down a little bit further with the help of a tactical breakdown, of course, to keep you guys that if you don't know much about Latano Martinez, then we're going to definitely tell you plenty more about him and that does of course conclude all of today's transfer news which means we now move on to the final part of the show which is you you guys in the chat box asking the questions and getting your thoughts and feelings heard so if you do have a burning question something that's been on your mind concerning you and you want answers for it then please make sure you throw it into the chat box and i will do my absolute and utter best to answer them for you and whilst you're doing that please make sure if you haven't already to drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you're new and follow the instructions rolling across the bottom of your screen of how to vote for us in the football content awards. Uh Drew says, What kind of striker is Martinez? Uh, whose style is he closer to? A Bamiang or Lacazette? Now, this is a great kind of question that obviously we will talk a lot more detail about in uh, in the tactical breakdown a little bit later on. Interestingly, I don't really I wouldn't really compare him directly to either of those two, to be honest. He's diminutive, he's a good finisher, or he can still use his head. Um, he's he's not a stranger to use it. It's a scoring a headed goal either. Uh, he's technical, really good on the ball. Um, very typically South American in, in how he plays. And uh, we'll learn a lot more about him, of course, in, in the tactical breakdown. So I look forward to bringing you a bit more information about this. Wow says, what Martinez is this? Latalo Martinez, the Inter Milan striker. Wow, if you uh, have not seen the links already. Adam Elmino says, Tom, what's your plan for the day? Well, hopefully the plan, Adam, is going to be completing this show fantastically well. And then, of course, as I've said already, doing a uh, tactical breakdown on Lautaro Martinez a little bit later on. So that's that's the plan, Adam. Uh, Neil says, three days left in July. I hope Arsenal do some business. Do you think that Bellerin or Xhaka, or rather and Xhaka, will be sold before the start of the season? Uh, Bellerin, no. Xhaka, yes, is uh, is what I would predict. Uh, Mitch says, would you prefer Martinez and Erdegaard or Madison and Abraham? Martinez and Erdegaard, absolutely, 100%. Even though they're not necessarily homegrown i think they're the better pair personally and uh for the for the fees involved I, I still think less of a risk as well abraham just 40 million quid no not not for me uh wilson says why on earth do some people think that basuma is similar to Partey? get out of here man um i think that there's i mean i, I can't really put a, a real reason as to why they think they're similar they're not um, I mean, for, for instance, they play two different, completely different positions. Partey is much more of your your box-to-box midfielder, whereas Basum is much more of your number six, more disciplined defensive midfielder. So I wouldn't say they were similar uh, at all. So I don't know, Wilson, why people think they're the same, because um, they play different roles in in their teams. Uh, Stephen Andrews says, are you getting worried about us not getting the business done that we need this window? Still July. Only a few days till August, of course. If we get to a week before the season starts and we've still not brought anyone in on top of Ben White, then I'd be, yeah, I'd be not panicking because there's still a lot of the window still to go. But I'd be a bit frustrated, I suppose, because we wanted to get a lot of business done before the season started. So that will be a bit of a a shame. Uh, ATO2 says, uh, we haven't improved on positions we desperately need upgrading. Deadwood is still at the club and rivals continue to get better. Are we worried yet, Tom? I mean, the rivals are getting better. Manchester United specifically are getting a lot better uh, right now. Leicester have improved their score a lot as well. Liverpool have added Canate. Chelsea could still add Jules Kunda and Erling Haaland this summer as well. There is Spurs are adding players too. they have already added uh, Gilles uh, from Sevilla. So there's plenty more that could still be done from an Arsenal perspective, um, but uh, maybe we'll see some signings done over the next couple of weeks or so. Uh, there is, I mean, if you get kind of the feel from the articles and from the credible sources of media, there is a feel around that Arsenal are going to be doing plenty and could be one of the bus- busiest, if not the busiest, according to uh, damesh sheth uh, on Sky Sports. So there is that feeling around that Arsenal will still be one of, if not the busiest club this window. So I'm not as I'm not what well, I'm not. Well, I am concerned, but I'm not worried yet uh Dave says uh is Ben White's medical today well if, if reports turn out to be true Dave then yes it should be Ben White's medical we could see an announcement at some point today we'll have to wait and see so he says the link uh, for our right back has cooled down for a long time are you worried about this uh no not really it's been cool for a long time because Hector Bellerin's still here and we've got effectively four players who can play well technically five if you count ben white but you've got bellerin maitland niles cedric chambers and ben white that could all play right back so i'm not concerned because we haven't moved on the players necessary it's not like central midfield for me uh, central midfield is as an area that we desperately need to bring in players not just for quality but for quantity because we do lack in that central midfield area whereas at right back we aren't lacking <laughs> you can't say that we we aren't kind of in a drought of right backs We've got plenty, so no, I'm not concerned. Uh, Lathan says, uh, is Sander Berg still on the cards? Apparently, he's asked to leave. I, I mean, I thought he would ask to leave quite a while ago. Arsenal have had interest in him. We know that from the start of the window. I think they may have been put off a bit by the £35 million price tag, to be honest. Uh, and other targets have, of course, come forward too. But it's—I'm sure there's still interest. Maybe it's one that you'll see movement for towards the end of the transfer window. Uh, Sj says, uh, "Do you think Arsenal can make a bid for Madison in the next couple of days? I mean, Arsenal could make a bid for anyone in the next couple of days, realistically. It's, uh, but specifically, Madison, I—I I just can't see it. I, I really, really just can't see it. The interest, hundred percent. I can understand that Arsenal have interest in James Madison." But a capacity to sign him, a likelihood to sign him, just just, just don't see it. I really, really don't. Uh, Wilson says, uh, do you think Arsenal need Madison more than Erdogan because our midfield lacks goals since Ramsey has left? I think Erdogan has goals in him. I don't think he necessarily showed it in the six months that he was here, but I think in a more settled place, he is someone that can take a shot. I mean, you look at the goal against Olympiacos. He's taken shots while he was at Arsenal. He needs to take more. It's an area of his game that he needs to develop in. Um, but I I can't I just can't justify like an eighty million pound James Madison deal. I just it just seems way way too much. And if you can get Erdogan for say half that price, which could happen, I think it'd be a much much better deal for Arsenal. And I actually think he fulfills a lot more of Arsenal need in regards to the directness of passing into the box with chance creation. His chance creation stats are just his passing stats are insane. Like how accurate he is of his passing into the box into the final third and creating chances and that's what we need is someone that's going to create chances and, and that's what Erdogan does so yeah absolutely um Christian says can I see Madison as an eight I could see him playing as an eight but I just don't think Arsenal are going to play the system where that type of eight would suit I think we're going to play with number 10 which means we're going to play with two we're going to play with a pivot position one of those being more of your box-to-box one of them being more disciplined and at the moment it looks like Partey would be that disciplined player or maybe Lekonga would but I don't see Madison playing alongside Partey in a, in a pivot role if you're going to play over number 10. If we're playing a number 10, it would have been Madison. Uh, Constantine says, what about Mateus Pereira as a backup? As I've said before, would be very open to Mateus Pereira coming in at Arsenal. Jashar says, Tom, surely the Erdogan ship has sailed. Uh, I don't believe after just two to three weeks after saying his final goodbyes, he would question his future with Real Madrid. Jashar, what I would say to that is that football changes exceptionally quickly and the things in the world of the game change so fast that even after saying that you're going to stay, you leave. Sol campbell comes to mind very famously but there are plenty of examples i mean manchester city signed martin demichelis from atletico madrid after they'd signed him that same summer things can change so fast in the world of football so i genuinely wouldn't be surprised if it happens whatsoever uh fab said on twitch that a bid for madison is imminent let's hope and pray i mean a bid's doesn't mean Leicester will accept it. Leicester tend, Leicester tend to get what they want for their players Maguire, 80 million, Kante, Mares, Ben Chilwell, all of them go for big, big fees unless there's any kind of release clause in those contracts. So if they are going to let a player go and it is going to be Madison, you're looking at 80 mil. Surely you're looking at that amount of money. It would be ridiculous. Uh, James Crow says, What are your opinions on Jules Kundo? And I see, James, that you are a Chelsea fan. My opinions are uh James that he's a very very good player. I've actually written a dedicated um kind of written article all about him. If you want to find out some more, feel free to DM us over at the Good and Talk TV and I'll send that across to you. But yeah, he's he's not the tallest in the world. I think he's under six foot and uh that hasn't necessarily limited him. He's fast, he's mobile, he's a good tackler, his positioning's really good, he's good playing out from the back. He can work in a back three or a back two he's very good he's versatile can play right back and has done for France as well he's a good player and uh, Sevilla did a really good job in signing him so uh, be excited James if you do end up signing him at Chelsea uh, Stephen Andrews says Tom we go to the we go to Brighton don't get Pesuma we get White we go to Sheffield and get Ramsdale but not Berger do you think we go to Leicester and instead of Madison we go and get <laughs> Perez I uh, Perez I mean yeah one of those signings that Leicester made that hasn't Hasn't been amazing. It looked quite good when they first did it and it was a bit of a shock and he scored a few goals but hasn't really worked out and I wouldn't say it's been worth the 30 million that they paid for him. But uh, you never know, Stephen. This club... Never fails to surprise me, so uh, you, you never know. Uh, Jing Lin says, Would Bellerin and 45 million for Martinez be a good mate? It would be an unbelievably good deal if you got it done. An amazingly good deal, absolutely. Uh, Teaser Disgust says, I think Kunda without his afro or hair is around five foot seven. Yeah, it does add a couple of inches, but he is still five foot 11. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it, where the hair adds. I mean, for me, it adds about an inch on mine, so uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jing says, uh, Kunda looks like someone uh, took Willock's face and put Willian's hair on top of it. I mean, in terms of does he look like Willock? I don't I don't think so. I don't think there's any kind of similarities there. It is, I mean, Arsenal have had a fair few players that have had big hair, Genduzi, David Louise. Uh, and Willian, of course. But, uh, yeah, Jules kunder has got a very, very good hair. Very good hair. Uh, Neil de Souza says, Odegaard and Yves Basuma, do they fix Arsenal's spine? I mean, a number 10's uh, kind of an interesting one, isn't he? Because... When you look at a number 10 position and you say about the spine of the team, I would say that the spine is of the main structure and kind of that that main kind of bulk and foundation. I don't really look at a number 10 as kind of part of a spine. I'd say that your striker is at the top of the spine, of course, and then you look at the central midfielders, the centre-backs and the goalkeeper. That's kind of your main spine. I wouldn't necessarily look at a number 10 as part of the spine because it's just such a fluid position. Um, but does Eve Basuma add the quality of our spine in the team? Absolutely, with Thomas Partey there, he would do. Um, but uh, but yeah, 100%. Yes, sorry, A McNair, I forgot the goat about players of good hair. El Neni is definitely up there as well. Uh, wow says, can we watch Arsenal Watford today? So I don't know if it's actually been confirmed whether or not Arsenal are playing Watford. I know that Harry Simiou, uh reported that he'd heard that Arsenal might play Arsenal. Uh, Right, not him, but Watford might play Arsenal in a a friendly. Um, Oh, here we go. Yes, Arsenal Fixture News, who was one of the first people to break the story that Arsenal would play Millwall has tweeted out saying I'm hearing that the first team have a behind closed door friendly against Watford at London Colney today I have no news if this match will be streamed later today and Arsenal fixture news is you know pretty good they broke the story about the whole Millwall situation so keep your eyes peeled and Harry Simony has been very good at getting kind of the latest info on the goal scorers so make sure you give him a follow as well Christian Lingard says Martinez would be a coup I would use uh, Bellerin in the deal I think it makes complete Sense to do that. We don't know a time social. So sorry, we don't know when the if it would be. I mean, the, uh, the Millwall game was played kind of early in the afternoon, which is a shame because my shift today is 3 to 11. So I won't be able to cover the game, unfortunately, because I'll be on shift over at 101. I'm sure there'll be plenty of places that are indeed talking about it. Uh, Black and Blanco says, uh, won't moan about the cost of any player about time we spent to get whoever the manager wants, which is, you know, true. I, I think that there is an element, though, of Arsenal's overpaying for players in the past. You need to be, you know, careful about what it is. Divesh says Martinez will cost around €70 million specifically, is the quota figure. €70 million is what it would cost. Uh, Christian says Bellerin's greatest assist would be uh, this swap deal. I think that's harsh. We've seen some very good assists from our Spanish boy. Uh, What has become of Alexis Sanchez, uh, Tom, says answer. I mean, ever since he moved to Manchester United, his stock has fallen continually. He moved to Inter Milan and was a bit better. But Still, he's had injury issues um, and and that's affected him, but he hasn't been a a really integral part, to me anyway, of that inter-side. It's very much been all the focus on Laudana Martinez and and Romelu Lukaku as well. So, and Barella as as another one. So, it's not really worked out. I think he's done a decent job. He's been a good squad player for them. He never should have left Arsenal. It's as simple as that. He just never should have left Arsenal. That that was the biggest mistake he made, and I think that he knows that as well. He's even said that. He said after the first Man United training session, he wanted to go back to Arsenal. So it is what it is. Uh, you live and you learn, but uh, yeah, maybe... Maybe uh, we'll we'll make some different decisions on similar players that are as important to us in the future. We've been very good at signing up our important players to contracts lately. Tierney, Smith-Rowe, Balogun, Saka, Martinelli. Rob Holding, (laughs) of course. Uh, Alexis, poor guy, man, was a beast. Clearly, Mrs. Wenger. Definitely so. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you don't know what you've got until it's gone, as they say. Lee says, Arsenal board, if you're watching this, please follow the priority instructions. One, a central midfielder. Two, a backup attacking midfielder. Three, a backup goalkeeper. Four, a right-back C. Uh, No centre-forward. Okay, no centre-forward. It depends on, obviously, who moves on, Wes. But it seems like you know exactly what Arsenal... Need to do. I miss Santi too. After Ling, I miss him. He's yeah. I mean, it's absolute. It's a. It's a genuine tragedy what happened with Santi and his injuries. And I'm. I'm ecstatic to see him go on and play how he's playing. And I, I pray that when he retires, he comes back because I'd love to see Santi as part. I mean, you imagine Santi as a midfield coach, in the in the setup. I'd love that. It would be great. Or just as an ambassador to the club, because he is an Arsenal man. We know his links to Villarreal. We know his links to Malaga. We know he's a Spaniard. But, you know, he's an Arsenal boy. And uh, he's one of the only two or three Emirates era legends at the club, without a shadow of a doubt, is Santi Cazola amazing player. Uh, Jasmine says, could Arsenal be targeting younger attacking midfielders like Malinovsky, Verts, uh, or Yassin Adley? Since signing young and up-and-coming players been the precedence this window, do you rate them? I mean, I would love Florian Verts. Uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant player coming through. I liked him at the... Did you see the goal uh, in the under-21s European Championships that Wurtz scored? The build-up play in that was amazing uh, for Germany. So, yeah, Verts is certainly someone... Malinowski is an interesting one. Um, I always get confused between Malinovsky and the other one, but Malinovsky is the Ukrainian Atalanta player, is he? Uh, yes, he is. Um, so and he's, I mean, he's 20, 28, so he's not exactly young. Um, I don't think he necessarily falls in line with kind of that profile, so I think he's probably a little bit too old, um, because he's 28, but verts, and I haven't really seen anything of Yassin Adli since he made his move. Uh, In France. So I haven't really seen anything of him, but uh, Malinowski is not a young player. I wouldn't describe him as such. Uh, Clem says Do championship teams ever buy players from Prem teams? Surely some of them are Deadwood players and could be sold there. Yes, they do. You do see championship clubs sign Premier League players. They either tend to be younger guys on loan or players that are just surplus to requirements and wanting to get more game time, but you do see it happen. Uh, is it something that Arsenal could do? Yet players like Nelson and Nketiah, I think, could be targeted by a championship club. But the thing about championship clubs is they don't have anywhere near as much money as Premier League clubs do unless they are backed um, by their owner, which, you know, can happen, but tends not necessarily to happen too often. Uh, Les J says, I wish Arsenal would just leave Locatelli alone. I mean, to be fair, there was some rumours that did come out about possibly Locatelli. Uh, now being moved on from uh, by the club. There was some interesting ones about that uh dr karen says uh, i will unfollow arsenal if they spend 30 million on Ramsdale. that's a shame dr karen i mean I, I don't think there's much that arsenal could do to make me unfollow them personally um so, you know each to their own lathan says i like madison but his attitude has to be considered when declining uh, deciding sorry on buying him or erdogan uh, erdogan's attitude is a million times better than madison's i don't know too much about madison's kind of attitude i've heard a couple of rumors um but for me i am not sure uh, that uh how much credibility there is in kind of that being an, an attitude issue i know that he's had a bit of a falling out issue with with Brendan Rodgers, but then it could be about absolutely anything and it might not even be true so who knows uh jashar says tom i know it's unpopular but until we sell i think currently we're well stocked in the centre midfield area with Partey Lecongo Maitland-Niles Willock Xhaka and Torreira currently lacking in the cam area though we have quantity. It's just that quality that's the issue. And I'm not sure we have enough quality there at the moment. Of course, in January, we could lose Partey and Elneny if the African Cup of Nation goes ahead as well. So that's also something to think about. Uh, Colin says, uh, Lundberg or Rizitski? Uh, who would I prefer? I loved Rositsky. Rositsky was one of my first ever favorite players. So uh, I'd probably pick him, even though I think Lundberg a better player but I I used to love Thomas Rositzky. I was absolutely hated how he got injured so much. Uh, so she says, when do you when will you do a league prediction? Uh, probably in the week ahead of the league starting. That's that's when I'll do it. To be honest, uh, Vignes says, uh, what's your thoughts on Brian Gilles? Uh, of course, just signed for Spurs. It's an interesting one. I, I I think the La Liga obviously at the moment is is a different kettle of fish to to the Premier League. And you know how much you guys know how much I love La Liga. And by the way. Saying that, some of the stuff that Danny Mills came out with the other day talking about Rafa Varane was, I couldn't quite believe it. Um, But the fact of the matter is is that at the moment, uh, in terms of an attacking midfielder, Brian Gili is going to find it a tougher transition, move into the Premier League from Sevilla. Certainly, there is that tougher kind of defensive side of the game that you don't get as much time on the ball as you do in La Liga. But he is still very talented, very highly thought of in the Spanish kind of set up and, and the feeling around him and Louis Enrique certainly rates him as well. So it could be a good signing. I hope it isn't because he plays for Spurs. But uh yeah, it, it could be a good signing. We will wait and see. Uh, Jose says, uh, is the Ben White deal confirmed? I mean, it pretty much is. Medical is supposedly happening today. So you should see... Uh, some news on that. And no, Dr. Karen, nothing on Marcel Sabitzer. I'm afraid none whatsoever. Uh, Jose says, what's the point of Zachariah when you have Partey? I want to hear your point of view. I mean, obviously, just because you have one doesn't mean you can't sign the other. Zacharia would work alongside Partey, I think. So I don't think that's necessarily too much of an issue. Um, it's more so about, for me anyway, um, it's, it's more so about uh, the fact that I think that when you play someone like Zachariah who can't get into the Swiss side over Granite Xhaka, I'd want an upgrade on Granite Xhaka, not necessarily someone that can't get into the squads over Granite Xhaka, but it may be a short sighted view of looking at it. Anyway, we are going to wrap things up there, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. I'll be a bit back a little bit earlier on today to talk about. Lattaro Martinez in a little bit more detail with a tactical breakdown. Fingers crossed should the Expert Insight get across to me. Uh, But it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you guys. So please make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new and hear those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, Make sure you also drop us a vote. All of the information for that is rolling across the bottom of your screen now for the Football Content Awards. I'll see you guys a little bit later. And as always, up the Arsenal.